McDonald's se está transformando en el mundo anime de McDonald's y te trae la nueva savory chili McDonald's sauce. Los mejores sabores se unen en esta legendaria salsa para que tus 10-piece chicken wackduggets, papitas y Sprite se conviertan en un meal ultra poderoso. Desbloquea un manga con tu meal y disfruta de un corto de anime cada semana. Solo en McDonald's. Badabababa, go! En McDonald's participantes por tiempo limitado hasta agotar existencias. Cariño. Hola, amor. And welcome to Uy, qué horror. My throat. <laughs> welcome to Uy, qué horror. A Latinx horror movie podcast with Johnny and Eileen. I'm Johnny. And I'm Eileen. Hello. Hello. How's it going over there? I, I okay. I went out with my friend Juan last night, and maybe I, I feel sometimes this happens in the handful of times that I've hung out with the three friends I have left in New York, the next day, my throat is like, you don't talk this much. Why do you, why, what do you think? And I did do a recording from noon to five yesterday, but I wasn't like uh -huh. jib jabbing the whole way through, but I guess I need to start doing vocal warmups, man, because I'm like, hey. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean, but first of all, did you have any uh, drinks with Juan last night? We did have drinks, a couple beers and a couple margs. So were the were the margaritas particularly spicy or anything like that? No, you really. don't like a spicy margarita. I don't. Yeah. My margaritas, I prefer sans sal. Right. Sin, sin sal y sin. A mí que no me pongan ninguna mierda on my rim, dude. I you just know, need you... to chug it all Leave the way my rim to alone. the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happy pride again everybody yes um, happy pride <laughs> what was i gonna say the reason i ask is because sometimes i love like a spicy margarita fucking jalapeno put some salt on there dame de todo pero i was wondering like maybe if you got something spicy that'll give you some you know well we uh, did acidez. eat spicy food ah, there you so go maybe, maybe could be a little a little burn. bit of that pero también i had the same thing that exactly what you're talking about because so yesterday i taught two yoga classes and which i'm like I, i'm belting talking for I'm, jesus you know, there's a yeah yeah like i gotta i gotta you know what is the word you gotta support yoga vinyasa <laughs> downward dog yeah i'm just screaming at people i'm such a good yoga teacher and that but <laughs> today i did something that i have not done in a very long time which i drove up to my parents house and mm -hmm. you know i'm fully vaccinated now my parents are fully vaccinated and they are you know they're older so i've been very careful around them pero today i was like take a deep breath you're vaccinated trust in science and i went into their house and i had breakfast with them which was so That's so nice lovely like we did a crossword we had some coffee we were just your dad talking. does love a crossword oh, my, he anytime i walk into the house he's like hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on i got a crossword i need some help and i love fucking crosswords so it's a dream my mom was there just gabbing and laughing it was so wonderful pero on the way home my throat was like a little tickly and i was like oh my god coronavirus <laughs> but i think the thing is like you know since we do spend so much time at home we're not like out and about that much so when i find these days when i've spoken a lot 
my fucking throat is tired. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's what it is. So everybody, apologies for sounding like a 13-year-old boy at any point <laughs> of this recording. Hey, we here gotta we talk are. movies. Let's talk smooth. Talk smoothies. Talk smoothies. <laughs> uh, well, this week it was my pick. Yeah. And I found a movie from a place we have not yet been. I was like, okay, Google, <laughs> what are horror movies from Paraguay? Yeah. And this film from 2019, written and directed by a young man, Hugo Cardoso. And the film I picked was Morgue. Yeah. Morgue. 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 Yeah. And it's from Sweet Paraguay. And right off the bat, I'm gonna say I went in thinking this is gonna this movie's gonna be in Spanish. And I was wrong. <laughs> the dis okay, yes. I can't wait to get into that with you, but the discovery of the fact that that is incorrect did not hit me until I was actually into the film and i was uh -huh. like why don't i understand anything <laughs> i was like why is this like like dialect or accent what? so this difficult accent for me to fucking so understand yes. and then i was like oh, oh. we'll get there <laughs> yes since we're here how about you give us a synopsis of la película morgue okay so this i actually got from bloody disgusting oh hey after hitting someone with his car and fleeing the scene, a freelance security guard is assigned to cover a night shift at the hospital where he discovers the body of his victim in the morgue. As the night progresses, he is tormented by his guilt or something more sinister. Lovely. Well, Morgue, written and directed by Hugo Cardoso, 2019. Here we go. Let's go. We open the film with... Some morticians or doctors or men in lab coats uh, standing over a body in the morgue. Yeah. They're like asking questions like, did he have relatives and like that kind of stuff. Uh, looking him over. No, no. And they cover him with a sheet. And then the, the doctors walk out and they close the double doors and they lock it. And when I say lock it, I mean like they put an actual padlock and they lock him in behind. Mm -hmm. And then we get these like really lovely, slow moving panning shots of this creepy kind of low income uh, hospital yeah. that we get. Seems like very it's very deserted. Yes, not there's nary a person around yeah. and uh -huh. it's just like long panning shots of hallways and like the seats in the hallways and like random doors. We get an actual like maybe operating room with some like machinery and all that stuff. And all these shots lead to panning right back to the door of the morgue. And then we go back inside and it's dark in there now. And we see this body that was left behind covered in a sheet. All of a sudden it sits up and it looks like it's screaming. Boca abierta. Title card, Morgue. Next we see a man and this is Diego. He's our lead. He's our main character. He's in a supermarket. He's looking at razors and he gets a phone call, like a FaceTime from his lady friend and she's like, "Hola gordo," which Gordo. <laughs> which to me is such a Latino thing. Like that's oh, such my, a yes. 
anybody else who's probably just learning Spanish would hear like, hey, fat guy. Like that's yeah, what like, it would. You asshole. How <laughs> rude. Rude. But it's actually like, especially with people in relationships be like mi gordo mi gorda like that is just a term of endearment if you will she's like hola gordo can you give my i have a friend here can you give her a ride to her house or whatever her line though where she's like seras que le puedes hacer car (laughs) did you notice that (laughs) no i was like wait 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 i had to go back because she's like Seras que, lo, que le puedes hacer car? Like, can you get? That's I guess like a pair a, a thing from Paraguay where it's like, can you give my friend a ride? Can you give him car? <laughs> y también she says amor, not amor, mm-hmm. amor. Like just learning all about just accents. Paraguayan dialect slang de todo, and I was just like. Wow, this is yeah. it's so interesting. And one of the things I'm learning in Uy Que Horror is like, wherever you go in Latin America, it's going to sound different. Absolutely. It's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Totally. And he answers with, uh, this is where we begin to like hear that things aren't what we thought they were going to be. Because sure. his like answers like yes or no or whatever are short, but they're not C. No, right. they're like they're short enough for you to be like, oh, that's just slang. And because you're reading the subtitles, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. The sure. intonation means, yeah, this clicks. But at this point, I haven't clocked that this isn't <laughs> Spanish that he's saying. Girl, me either. <laughs> he's like, no, I don't want to fucking take your stupid friend home. I don't want to be driving anybody. Plus, no tengo combustible. I don't have uh-huh. any gas. And so the girlfriend is FaceTiming, so she turns to her friend who's off screen, mm-hmm. and she's like, he doesn't have any gas. And they kind of, like, giggle at him, and the friend he's is poor. like, he's poor. Ew, gross. And so he gets really butthurt about it, and the girlfriend's like, doesn't matter. Go do your shopping, whatever. And he takes the razors, he shoves them down his pants, and basically steals them. So yeah. he actually is poor. He leaves the super the supermarket and he sees like a big fancy truck and he takes a selfie with it he sees a friend seeing his him take a car he's like oh this is your fancy truck he kind of lies but then right behind the truck is his shitty bucket car so he's like he's not doing too hot this poor guy but he obviously wants nicer things and at this point in this conversation with his friend this was definitely a point where now i was like Damn, I am having trouble understanding yeah. this Spanish. What is wrong with me? Yeah. I still had not clocked it yet. And I kept trying to think about <laughs> Uruguay because Paraguay and Uruguay are pretty close. But Uruguay has more of the Argentino sound yeah. to it. So like, I'm not really hearing a lot of that in this. So I was, like, I was like, no, that's not no, it either. It wasn't the, it at all. dude. So my dude gets in his bucket car and it... It doesn't start because he no. doesn't have combustible, so he has to fucking push it to get it started. And finally he does, and he goes. And he's on the road, and he gets a text message from his lady being like, so my friend is gone. Do you want to come over? And he's like- Booty call. He's like, nah, dude, I'm I'm going home. And she's like, ay, pero yo estoy aquí en mi cama desnudita. And he's like, <laughs> fucking pumps them brakes and does a U-turn. And he's like, hell yeah, I'm ready to fuck. He's typing out another text, and his phone falls out of his hand onto the floor of the car. Bro. Don't reach for it. text and drive. If it fell, just leave it. Don't go for it. But of course he does, and he's trying to grab it, and like, no está viendo the fucking road. And 
smash. Boom. He fucking runs over a fucking person. This was really, really well done. Yeah. Like the suspense of him reaching for the shit. And I thought like usually the person will look up, you see the thing and boom, and then he hits it. Pero that's not what happened. You just no. fucking hear it. And then you get the shot of the, of the man that he hit falling to the floor and then this crack of thunder and lightning, which sounds like really like cheesy, but it worked for me. I don't know if I'm a sucker, uh-huh. but I feel like that was real. Like it looked like actual lightning in the background. I didn't even think of that. That's just well t- It looked real to me. Yeah. I'm, and it, it sounded. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So he gets out of his car and he's freaking out and he looks and there's a person face down. He's This, per, this person is wearing a hoodie uh-huh. face down and you see fucking blood. Like it's Oof. this person is probably dead. Yeah. Diego freaks the fuck out and he gets in his car and he drives away. And interesting that for a moment here, like as he drives away. It turns away, black and white. What the fuck? Pero that's. It. Yeah, because we see we see as the car is driving away, we see the foot of the victim. There's he's not wearing a shoe. There's blood over the foot. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, we see Diego waking up in like a sweat, and he's in bed, a bed with no fucking sheets. Which Ew, I'm like, uh, guys, no. how can no. you sleep on that? Absolutely Put some sheets not. on there. And uh, he turns on his lamp and he checks his phone and his lady was like, um, hello, I thought you were going to fucking come over and we were going to bang. <laughs> but he ignores that. All of a sudden his lamp starts flickering and he's like, what the hell? He shakes it and his phone rings and it says it's un numero privado. And he picks up and there's no answer. His phone rings again and again it says numero privado, but this time when he answers, it's somebody actually responds and it says it's his job and he's got a cover for Aníbal González and he has a night shift over at the Hospital Regional. My dude is like, great, I'll be there, no worries. But he's still freaking out over fucking murdering somebody. Dude. And he's like, it's okay, nobody saw... It's fine. If nobody saw, nothing happened. You know what's interesting is when he when it went black and white and then he woke up into this scene, I was like, oh, was this a full it's a dream? dream? Yeah, I but thought at so too. At this point, when he's like, don't worry about it, nobody saw it, didn't happen. I was like, oh, oh no, no, no. This fucking happened. He killed somebody. Oh, yeah. So he gets showered and dressed and has the tiniest mirror on the planet. Oh, you can see your nose. That's it. <laughs> Your nose. <laughs> I was like, honey, uh, how do you know? Is it muy chiquitín, por favor? So the tiniest mirror on his fucking bathroom wall. He puts on his uniform, and we see that it's a blue shirt and a vest, a black vest that says Seguridad Privada. So he's a private security guard. So we're at the hospital. Aníbal, the the other security guard that he's covering the shift for is showing Diego the ropes and he asks him about Diego's car. Is that your car out there? And mm-hmm. they talk engines or whatever the fuck. I was like, I don't know. Whatever. And Aníbal is explaining that he's like, I walk everywhere because it saves money and I have hella kids to feed and I got to provide for my family. So I'm chill. As they're walking through like the halls of the hospital and stuff and then talking about this, they finally get to the morgue mm-hmm. and they he opens up the door and there's a single dead body in there Aníbal tells Diego that this is the Sala Fria this is when I was like this is not Spanish that for me too this was the moment because I was like no something no. sounds this is not 
<laughs> what is going on? Now, you watched this with your friend Juan. And yes. did did he at this point, when did he realize it? We I'm literally, curious. every time anyone talked, we were like, e- Esperate, eso es español, bro. And, and literally, we said several times, we we're like, no le entiendo ni verga. Like, what the fuck is this guy saying? Like, literally, oh, no le entendimos nada. And I was right. like, it must be slang. Like, but es algún acento or some fucking like colloquialism we don't get. Yeah. No. This was the moment where I literally out loud, I was like, Oh my God, it's not all Spanish. It's not Spanish. So uh, Aníbal is like, this is the Sala Fría, and uh, you have to make sure and keep these windows closed. So this room, let me describe this room. So we, it's a big rectangular room, and there's six tile-covered medical slabs, basically, yeah. in this morgue. Uh, and the entire room is tile, obviously, because you're probably easier to clean and everything. Sure. And around the room, there are... Small windows, but they're what are what are those called? Like blades, Slats. slat windows, the yeah. kind that you like pull a little lever and they like that's how they open. That's what we had in our in our school mm-hmm. in Nicaragua. In Nicaragua, yeah. And so Aníbal is like, you have to make sure and keep these closed because cats come in and fucking shit all over the place, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. As he's at one of the windows, he's showing him like you need to use a wire to make sure that the the levers don't come down or up or whatever. So Diego asks Aníbal about this dead guy that's there, and Aníbal says, oh, it looks like he was run over. The police found him on the road, and it was all over the news, and Diego goes white. He's like, shit, this is the the guy I killed. Diego, being super pressed, he's like, so uh, did they catch the killer? And Aníbal is like, no. And I, I wrote, because it's you, bitch. You killed this guy. <laughs> so now they're in the security room, and Aníbal is, gives Diego his gun, which I was like, guys, I don't know about all this. But oh, this is this is Latin America, see? Porque en sure. Latino America, if you have a guard, like literally a security guard that has nothing to do with the police, they... Always have a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Aníbal gives Diego his gun and shows him this little computer screen that shows the security footage of all the of the hospital. Basically, Aníbal grabs his shit and he's like, all right, thanks for covering for my shift. My kids are probably crying for me right now. So I'm going to go peace out. We see Diego doing like night shift things like he's walking around. He goes to the bathroom. He fills out some paperwork. And all of a sudden, his lady calls, and she's fucking pissed. She's like, <laughs> Ajá, no llegaste anoche, y a dónde estás, y con quién estás trabajando, y estás solo. And he's like, yeah, I'm by myself, dude. I'm at work, Why relax. Why is she so jealous all the time? She is a piece, this lady. Diego lies to her and is like, listen, I got a flat tire yesterday, and there was no gomería in sight, which I was like, gomería. In, oh. in Nicaragua, we say borracharia. Borracharia. Borracheria, uh-huh. which I always made me laugh because I was like, that means there's the a bunch of borrachos button. there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, and my phone died. I just, there was no battery. I couldn't fucking talk to you. And she's like, you're full of shit. I texted you this morning. I saw that you saw it because that's WhatsApp, dude. See, we'll have any WhatsApp. So if the minute you look at it, you can tell that that person read it or not, which is why I don't really like WhatsApp. I don't need you knowing when I'm reading things. So Diego's like, I'm sorry. You know, I, 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 listen, 
when I get off this job, I'll come over. We can make pororo, which is their name for popcorn. And I oh, was I like, I didn't catch it. We can make pororo poror- oh. and watch a scary movie. And I was like, oh, how very meta. And uh, mm. all of a sudden, because at this point, we're looking at like as if we are the girlfriend through her phone. And in the background, as he's sitting there behind him, a naked woman walks by, like yeah. through the doorway. And she's like, what the fuck? I thought you were alone at work. What the fuck is this? What? Uh, you know what? This is a bunch of bullshit. You can eat a dick. We're through. And just fucking breaks up with this fucking guy. She, she says to him this line, hasta acá llegó todo. Chao. Yep. What does that mean? <laughs> What is that? Up until this point, that's it. This is it. Um, I love uh, that. She Right now, we're done. Boop. Hang up. Click. We get a very, this is dumb, but like there's a big change in scenery to the outside of the emergency area of the hospital. And there's such scared a loud noise. It scared the shit out of me, dude. I, I was mean, like, what mo- the fuck? I was jumpy as fuck in this movie. I me was too. Jump- so much so that Matthew turned to me and was like, are you serious right now? <laughs> this made me jump, this me movie. Me too. <laughs> me too. I'm glad you said that. We're back at his security table, and on the security screen, the little footage that he sees, we see that the morgue door opens nope. on its own. No. Nope. Absolutely not. So he goes to see, but it's closed and has the padlock on. He unlocks it with his key that he has. He goes inside with his flashlight and then there's that one covered body still in there and he turns on the lights and he sees that the window slats are open Mm. so he goes over to close it and to like use the wire to have it stay shut because of the cats and uh, behind him we see that the door opens even more on its own he looks back really fast but then goes back to the wire and then a hand, the hand of this corpse flops out of from under the sheet. And he turns around and he uses his flashlight to like tuck it back in I'm not underneath touching that the sheet. Thing. No! No way! Get the also, fuck out of there! No, absolutely not. The camera work in this movie, like you mentioned at the top, it's really, really good. Yeah. Because you're ready at any moment for something to pop out, for something to be there. And at this point, like the camera pans down gently to reveal the hand plop out. Yeah. So well done and creepy. So he tucks it back in and then he goes to, he like is ready to walk out and leave. And then that hand plops right out again and he goes and he tucks it back in and he pokes the body i wanted him to look at the face did you no i was like look at the fucking face no i was just like do it no (laughs) i know i I was like get out of here call your boss and say you can't work this job is what i wanted him to do so he fucking pokes the body and i I was like sir don't no wonder there's fucking spooky shit going on all these people poking dead bodies like these ghosts are gonna come back and be like could you stop disrespecting us please hello i'm just trying to rest (laughs) fuck Back in the security room, Diego's making himself some mate. Classic. He is watching the security camera footage and scrolling through his phone. And behind him, that door fucking opens on his own again. Mm-hmm. And then his mate cup, like just a little bit, kind of slides on the table very quickly. And he doesn't really immediately look. Like, it's yeah. pretty close to him. And I was like, bro, if a cup of mine, I know my 
the second it moved on its own, I would have been like, nope, no, me voy, me you voy. Know, I liked the fact, like, it was so subtle because it doesn't move a lot. It's just like, no, boop. I kind of like that he took a moment to look over because it was like, my brain is just playing tricks on me. Pero that quickly changes because all of a sudden that fucking cup goes flying, flying. across the room. It's at this point that you're like, pick up your phone. Don't even call anybody. Just, Just I'm not doing leave. this. Goodbye. Leave. Adios. But he picks up his mate and the jug of hot water and he chucks it in the sink and he's like, no thanks. I don't need mate right now. That'll take care of it. He's back to sitting at that table and he's reading the newspaper and he hears some noises coming from the morgue refrigerator. So there's a different area where they're yeah. like, they keep the refrigerated bodies that's like right by his desk. And he opens the door he goes inside and he looks around with his flashlight and on the ground there's just like buckets of organs and random two fucking floating heads in formaldehyde and shit. Like severed head. Does this happen in a fucking like cold storage room? What the fuck? Fucked. And they looked, they looked good. I was like, these they are were real. scary. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they look real. Yeah. I even paused and I was like, those heads look fucking real. How did yeah. you do this? Gross. Ew. And then while he's looking at these horrible heads behind him, one of the little refrigerator doors fucking slowly opens <gasps> and he turns, when he turns to look at it, it stops and he walks over to it and he pries the door open a little bit more and he looks inside and there's a hideous dead body i mean it's not even doing anything it doesn't do anything but it's just so it's a dead fucking corpse and again looks real i was ready for something horrible to come popping out but just the sight of it doesn't look like just a body it looks like a body and like body parts in there yeah. and again it looks real so he goes back to his desk and he looks again at the security footage and a man in a hoodie is standing in the middle of the hallway right in front of the morgue doors. Oh, my God. Terrifying. So Diego grabs his gun, and he goes to see, and the man is there, but his back is turned to Diego, and the hallway lights are starting to flicker as Diego walks up to this guy. Diego calls to him, and he's like, hey, you can't be here, and the man doesn't turn, and then Diego pulls out his gun, and I was like, okay, this seems excessive, whoa, sir. Whoa, like, whoa. we don't need to pull out our guns yet, but he pulls out his gun, Demasiado. and he's like, hey, you can't be here, and the man turns around, and he is hot. Oh, he's hot. I, yes, but when he turned around, <laughs> I was ready for a hideous, gr gross demon figure. He turned around, and I was just, I said, oh. Literally, Juan, it's a man. Juan and like, I were like, okay. Hey, look at you. Yeah. Real, very handsome. You're not scary at all. As he turns around, he says, la puta. And I <laughs> laughed really hard at that. And then he's like, I'm pissing. Sir. What? No. Sir. Not, what are you doing here? Don't piss in our open hospital hallway, sir. Granted, he does seem to be wasted drunk. Right. So, and he turns around and he pulls out a tiny little fucking bottle of booze. Mm -hmm. Diego looks down and sees that one of his feet doesn't have a shoe on it. Oh. 
boy. It's like a barefoot. Diego keeps telling him, you know, please leave, please leave. And the guy's real sassy. He's like, you're annoying. You're a bitch. Go fuck yourself. I'm just pissing. Whatever. And he's like, please get the fuck out of here. And the man eventually is like, okay. And he walks away. As he was leaving, though, he says to him, you'll see. You'll see. Yep. Okay, we shall see. So back at his desk, Diego grabs his gun and he starts taking fucking selfies with it, which I was like, Jesus Christ. Again, taking pics, taking selfies with a truck that isn't yours and then posing, like posing with a gun, a gun selfie? No, absolutely not, no. You douchebag. Total douche. And when he looks at his pictures that he just took of himself, he sees- above him on like a on like a shelf of like a cupboard that's behind him up uh, up on top a fucking figure that's been, that's crouching down Ugh. up on top of him and he turns around really fast a creepville 5000 this gave me escalofríos yes Ooh. totally creepy totally creepy and he turns around really fast but nothing's there and then he looks back at the security footage And the hooded man is back at the morgue door, but this time he's, like, trying to open it. So Diego gets up, but he leaves his fucking gun behind, and he runs over, and at the door, no one's there. He, like, looks around, and over in the corner, somebody fucking rushes by him, and he turns around, and then he sees that person go, and all of a sudden, we're on a chase. chase. And he's fucking chasing him all around, and we get all these... I honestly was like, these are some pretty cool shots where he's oh, like running great. down the hall and he kind of like jumps over the camera so that the camera like follows him the other way. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. It was this movie was really well shot. Cool yeah. shots. Like honestly, super impressed. Really, really good stuff. He's chasing him and they're going all over the place and finally Diego like turns to go get him, but this this hooded man is standing behind a locked gate. And it's like, how, how did you do that, sir? What and the fuck? Diego's like, okay. And then this man turns around <laughs> and walks away. So Diego turns back to go to the morgue area and he sees that the padlock has been opened. He goes inside on this first slab where the dead body was supposed to be. Now there's only a sheet Mm-mm. and the door slam shuts behind him and fucking the padlock locks and so now he's in this place but like the doors to this morgue are pretty fucking flimsy and i was like you could have just run and slammed your body and that would have broken down these doors sir which is what he does he's like slamming the door and he kicks and kicks and kicks and kicks which makes me think like there were other supernatural things afoot sure that were not letting him out of this room right so he goes over to the window where the one that's wired shut and he starts to undo it probably to try and crawl out or or something like that mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the lights go out no this director did this thing that we always get freaked out by with the camera where i know it'll, exactly what you're talking about it, it turns the camera to go look at a certain area and then you <laughs> turns the camera back and you yeah. expect something to be there but it's yes. not so which means our shoulders are up to our earlobes yes. our hands are in front of our face and these were really long shots like 
one take long fucking shots. He pans over to the door. Nothing's there. Pans back to Diego and he's like, okay. So he walks over to the switches and he's clicking them and clicking them and none of them work. And all of a sudden there's a slam and he looks over <sighs> and the window that he that was locked with wired shut is now fully open and the wire is on the floor. And all of a sudden it sounds like a tap yeah. is opened. Yeah. And he looks over, and because this is like a tile morgue, a tap. it is a tap. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, I always think of British people when I hear a tap, the tap. What, a faucet then, you fucking <laughs> gringo American. What do you I, want I me to it. say? <laughs> say the tap forever. It's the best. <laughs> it's a fucking tap. Entonces, it's a tap. <laughs> because he goes to, because this is a fucking morgue, yeah. the, the, these faucets are on the bottom <laughs> like uh, towards the bottom of these slabs so yeah. that you know when the blood and guts are on the ground you can just like turn these these the water on and it can wash it away yeah which is gross to fucking think gross of. so the water is flowing from these taps and then he from one tap and then he he goes over and he closes it but then the tap from the bed next to him like you see the little yeah. uh handle what is it called the little the, the knob starts to turn yes you see the knob turn and then the water and he goes over to that and closes that one and then two other ones because this room has six slabs of right. fucking Beds. So something is fucking with him. Opening these fucking water faucets and it's very creepy. So he goes over to the last ones and he closes it and all of a sudden his phone rings and he's like, hola? And then bang, there's a door at the fucking of, there's a door at the fucking morgue. There's a bang at the fucking door of the morgue. And he goes over and he's like banging back like, hey, hey, you out there, I'm in here, I'm locked, get the get me out of here, please help me. And then he gets on the ground, face to the floor, gross, that's where all the fucking blood and guts are at all the time. Ew. And I was voguing in fear because I was expecting the camera to turn over and show me like a weird eye or a hand Something or a claw. Something like peeking underneath out. the other, See, totally. But no, nothing happened. What happens is his phone rings again and he's like, Hola. And then he's all of a sudden like pulled from behind and dragged across the floor. I was like, no, 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 oh, no. Holy shit. And there's like a demonic growl. Horrible. What the fuck is going on here? He When he gets dragged, his phone and his, he like lets go of his phone and his flashlight. So he stands up really fast. He grabs his flashlight and he's looking all around the room and there's nothing there. He hears a crunch. <gasps> And outside of one of the windows, there's a shadow. And this shadow starts walking across all the windows and opening them each slats one by one. Every one that he passes, he opens the slats. Next window, slats. Next window, slats. Except for the very last one in the corner of the room where this shadow just stands there. And it's a shadow of a hooded yeah. person. Mm -hmm. Diego walks over to it and they're standing there. And all of a sudden it looks like the shadow like ducks or falls. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, it looks like it lands inside. There's a garbage can in the corner. It looks like it lands in there somehow yeah. because the garbage can like moves. So Diego with his flashlight, he kind of like tips over the garbage can and out falls all these like sheets and like pieces of trapo like bloody and gross 
And so my friend Juan, who I watched this movie with, he's currently studying a lot of like medicine stuff and do, yeah. doing medical learning. So he's like, that looks like a colon and a liver. And I was like, <laughs> I Great. was wondering, I was like, is that a fucking liver? Thank you, Juan. Now we yeah. know. A colon and a, a liver. A colon and a liver. And I was like, great. I mean, sure. Diego is like, ill, gross. And he fucking yaks. He like barfs. And I was like, that looks like real. Like he actually barfs. And it goes on for so long, too. Stop it. And as he's, like, recuperating from yakking, the windows at the other end of the room start smacking open and shut. Open and shut. Bang. 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 So he walks over to it as it's slamming, and it gets faster and faster, like slamming. And when he arrives to it, it fucking stops. And he opens the slats, and he looks through, and there's nothing there. And he climbs up a little more like he pulls himself up to see and bam the hooded man oh appears. you fucking asshole and the was like oh yeah can you fucking help me out my guy because i'm stuck in this fucking room and then he says now uh-huh. okay at this point we're fully not speaking spanish oh yeah you know there is no way to be sure at least for me because i don't speak this language mm-hmm. that the captions are correct but sure the captions said they won't leave me right but i think it may have meant they won't let me. Yeah, totally. Because if you think of it in Spanish, which wasn't what he said, he said it in the other language, it, it would be no me dejan, mm-hmm. which and dejan could be leave me, right. could be leave, or it could be allow. Yeah. Entonces, I was like, yo creo que no me dejan, like they won't let me. Yeah. And when he says this, a little girl laughs in the room. What the fuck? Well, don't bring in children, guys. <laughs> So Diego turns around and there's no one there and he turns back to see if the man is the hooded man is there but he's gone. All of a sudden a disembodied little kid voice says papa and then a man's disembodied voice says see hijo and this little boy is like who is this guy he's not one of us right and this dad voice says no he's not i don't know what he's doing here what is going on and as the eagle is hearing this he's like scanning the room from one side to another and the camera pans one way and then it pans the other and when it lands back to like the corner facing space there is a person <sighs> standing on top of one of the, the last slab in the corner of the room. But it's so fucking dark that it's just like a shadowy, you can't see a face. It's just like a a shape of a man, a naked man. It is a fucking nightmare. Yo dije, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Que se me vaya ahorita. I was like, Juan, and this is what I said to Juan. I said, I bet you $50,000. I don't know if I said that, but I was like, I bet you that that fucking guy is going to start running right at us. But I wasn't even, I wasn't even ready for that because the way they do it was fucking terrifying. Yes. So Diego sees this shape and he turns on his flashlight and when he lights at it, there's nothing there. Yeah. And then he puts puts down the flashlight and the thing is back there again. And when he does <sighs> put it de- puts it down, that's when it starts fucking running at us and I was like, "Oh, yo, yo, This was I was fully oh, covering my face. They nailed this fucking scare because he starts to run at you, but it's like even when he, he so he's like running, running, running. He's at the other end of the room, but then all of a sudden it's like 
sped up, boom, he's in your face with a horrible fucking face. Horrible face. I screamed out loud. Me too. Holy shit. Juan was like, was good. the face is stupid. It was a stupid no. face. Y yo dije, this scared the shit out of well, me. And I saw it twice because I saw it this morning again to like actually yeah, yeah. take notes. And <laughs> yo no había visto the face the first time because I was screaming and I had a pillow and I was like, no, no, yeah. no. So, and then I saw it the second time. I was like, no, it's horrifying. It's white, scared me. white eyes, a big white a big wide like mouth smiling whatever and like was he bloody what was he covered with like it was just I think it was awful. blood it was very fast though it was yeah. like you know so it's it's the the idea is for it to just flash by scare the shit out of you and you get an idea of like what a fucking nightmare this is exactly McDonald's se está transformando en el mundo anime de McDonald's y te trae la nueva savory chili McDonald's sauce los mejores sabores se unen en esta legendaria salsa para que tus 10-piece chicken wackduggets, papitas y Sprite se conviertan en un meal ultra poderoso. Desbloquea un manga con tu meal y disfruta de un corto de anime cada semana. Solo en McDonald's. Badabababa, go! En McDonald's participantes por tiempo limitado hasta agotar existencias. So Diego, who is like so afraid, is thrown back to the floor with like fear and he reaches for his flashlight. He's like looking around and above him, the flat, the light fixtures are, sw are swinging and he all of a sudden hears dripping and he walks over to this dripping sound and it's on one of the slabs. There's like a huge pool of blood that's dripping off onto the ground and then you can see like footprints on of the blood on the ground and then you pan over and he sees just like horrible handprints of blood all over the fucking wall yeah. and where it stops he's holding the flashlight and behind him there's a horrible shadow like crouching down that is blurred and all of a sudden comes into focus and it's this naked man again but all this time yeah. La boca llena de sangre, and he oh screams with his like white eyes and crazy hair, and he fucking jumps on top of Diego. I was like, no, 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 no! I screamed out, "Ghost dick!" Because this <laughs> you ghost can see is this guy's dick everywhere, flipping and a flopping. But this again scared the fucking shit scared out of me. Scared the shit out of me too, dude. No way. So when he jumps, this fucking ghost dick jumps on fucking Diego. He everything goes dark. So oh my God. Diego tries clicking his flashlight all over, but it's kind of like faulty and being like, yeah. you know, fucked up and on and off and on and off. And he sees these feet on the floor, and he starts panning up, but it's all like flashy and like black, dark, and then light, and then dark, and then light. So we see legs, oh my God. and then we see like a horrible, open, bloody wound on a back, and then like just keeps panning up and up, and then it goes dark, and then light again, and it's that horrible face screaming at you. And I, when I tell you, I had paused on the second viewing when I was on the <laughs> on a dark part. And I was like, okay, yeah. type it out. And so he's panning and then he's going up and I'm writing down my notes. And then I press go and, and the next thing is a fucking, that face, <laughs> e, my, I have a bump on my head from fucking smashing it on the ceiling, dude. <laughs> again, the face is so horrifying. Horrible face. And then everything goes dark again. So now we see that Diego is underneath one of these 
slab tables and he is freaking the fuck out and just right out of reach is his flashlight but then we see that some unknown force pulls the flashlight even further away from him and Diego's like trying to convince himself that it's all in his head that it's all in his head no calmate tranquilo Diego tranquilo when we see from above him those two legs come down from off the slab. Oh, my God. And a hairy sack. Did you see that hairy, hairy sack? Hairy balls and ass. Yeah, hairy ass and balls. Yeah. So these l- balls and legs walk around the slab and... <laughs> <laughs> Just balls and legs. These balls and legs. Not a torso. Not No torso. All you see are fucking balls and legs. And then when he comes around the table, you now you see the dick. So it's just dick, balls, and legs, dude. And you're just, in your face. In your face. And so wow. the legs stop. And then a torso f- flops over from, and it's just hanging over. But it's not the same body. It's a different body. Ew. Bro. Yeah. Full scream. And this Yo reminded también. me of La Llorona. Remember that yes, um, when bunk she, bed scene yes. where she flops over with the hair? Yeah. Totally reminded me of that. Absolutely. Except this is a bloody, disgusting, horrible uh, yeah, body. Horrible figure. So Diego, of course, is having an actual fucking full-on nervous breakdown. Oh, yeah. And he crawls out from under the table and he leans up against the wall that's facing the whole entire morgue. And we see all the slabs of of the of this morgue have a bunch of bodies on top of it. And all at the same time, they sit up. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, no. And then there's like a a quick sh- shift like of movement and they're all in a group walking towards him horrible groaning and moaning and like zombie sounds Ugh. and Diego covers his face and he fucking screams but then there's silence and then he looks up and they're gone he sees his flashlight on the floor he reaches for it it won't fucking work he's fucking with the back battery but it's still being all kinds of fucking fucked up mm-hmm. and he hears a little girl crying and i was like guys we don't not need not, no, a, more. no like when they said this movie is called morgue they meant it because we've been in this fucking room for what 20 30 minutes yeah, now yeah like we're still in here and it's just Horror upon horror upon horror. It does not let up Absolutely. once you in this morgue. So he kind of crawls over to where the sound of this little girl crying com- is coming from. And there is a girl who's all like on the ground, holding her knees, head in her arms, and her long ring-like hair over her. And I was like, I don't trust this bitch. I thought La Llorona, again, made me think of La Llorona. Yo dije, esta brother con el gran pelo, no. Va a salir de aquí con un fucking demonio face? No, thank you. <laughs> but she's rocking back and forth, rocking and a-rocking. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh yeah, are you okay? Like, what's are you are you okay, ma'am?" <laughs> and from behind him, Andre the fucking giant comes out. Like this fucking guy that's seven feet tall grabs him from the neck and fucking chucks him against the wall. Like, mm-hmm. fully smashes his head up against the windows on the other side. When like Diego kind of like passes out, and we see this man walking over. And this part I thought was really 
like kind of off because this is the first time that we see something happen to not Diego. Like this man sure. c- walks yeah. over to the little girl and she starts crying like, no, no, por favor, yo no quiero, yeah. yo no quiero. I was oh, like, the crying is awful. And also at this point I was like, do we need fucking rape now? Like, I don't want, right. this like, is, what's, what is, what's going on here? Exactly. She's like, no, no, por favor, no. And we see just like the shot of this man's belly and him unbuckling his belt. And I was like, Jesus Christ, what the Please, fuck? Please no, right. But then Diego comes to and like a horrible moaning sound from next to him is there and he turns and there's this hideous dead girl which i was like yeah. is that is that, that her? girl because she ha- she like pushes over a switchblade or like some sort yeah. of horrible knife basically saying like you have to kill Andre the Giant over there. Right. Through this, you're just hearing her say, please stop, auxilio, socorro, por favor, no, no, whatever. Diego gets up with this knife in his hand and he walks over and he fucking stabs the dude in the back. Yeah. And he is unfazed. My dude is like, I am a troll from Harry Potter. Like, literally sounds (laughs) like the troll from Harry Potter. Yeah. He, like, pulls out the knife from his back, holds it, and, like, kind of trudges menacingly over towards Diego, who was like on the ground crawling backwards. All of a sudden he lifts the knife up and then falls backwards and like dies question mark. I'm not quite sure what's going on. Yeah. Because so I was like, oh, so the stab wound actually hurt this Andre the giant creature. He falls, but then he starts the the troll creature starts to laugh horribly. Yeah, like disembodied deep like demon <laughs> laughing even yeah. and he's and he says uh, i fucked her I a fucked lot her a, which is horrible so he's t- you know this we're seeing like a ghost recreation of abuse here that this yeah horrible troll andre the giant used to abuse this crying woman who was rocking herself yeah pero ¿Qué? ¿Qué está pasando? Because then, as we hear this, like, disembodied, like, I fucked her a lot in this horrible, maniacal, deep demon laughing, Diego grabs the knife from the ground that the troll has, like, dropped, and he's like, mm-hmm. Cállate, cállate, cállate! Yeah. And he just starts stabbing the shit out of him. We can't oh, see. God, the camera is just on Diego, and he's, like, him stabbing, and, like, the the screen gets covered in blood and he starts laughing, but then he's crying and he's like fully gone insane. And he looks up and there's a little shirtless boy there who Who says, Casey this and runs away. Which then I was like, is that the little boy that we heard before who was like, yeah. And is that the dad? This part got me real confused. Diego looks down at his hands And he looks back up, and the hooded man is in the room now. And he looks over at the door of the morgue to see that it's still closed. And he's like, how did you get in? Mm -hmm. And the hooded man says, I never left. And Diego asks him, who are you, hooded man? Who are you? What? What? The hooded man is like, did you do something wrong? And then a random horrible growl from far away happens and and Uh the hooded man says somebody's looking for you and diego says who 
And then there's a close-up of Diego's eyes. And when we pan out, we're standing in front of the Cementerio Municipal. We're finally out of the morgue, and I am so confused. I am also incredibly confused. There's two cats there that I was like, those are the ones that are shitting in the morgue. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So Diego goes into the cemetery, and he's walking through the mausoleums and the graves, and he hears, like, collective crying and he walks through this are you ready for something i learned from this please he walks through the columbarium so remember (gasps) when we We were fucking Uh what is the movie called um yeah so a columbarium what did we call them a wall of tombs like we (laughs) We were we were like body closets or something body shelves body shelves (laughs) we called it body (laughs) shelves what are they called actually a columbarium okay so i i literally googled i was like hey google what is it when there's a bunch of fucking tombs on top of each other? And then an actual, like, these are terms for in in the bereavement world. So it's like cemetery, uh, oh. uh, fucking other words that have to do sure. with, like, the, the death business. Yeah. So yeah. columbarium. So he's walking through this columbarium until he reaches an open mausoleum, it looks like. Mausoleum was one of them that was in that list. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) inside, there's about seven people surrounding an open coffin with uh, the hooded man inside. Right. And they're all, like, crying and crying. And then all of a sudden, they stop, and they look up at Diego. But instead of tears, there's blood running down their face. Right. And then the body in the coffin sits up, and its face is covered in blood. And Diego all of a sudden wakes up, and he's back at the morgue on the floor underneath one of the slabs. What? Okay, sure. And another security guard is standing there and he's like, hey, what are you doing here? And Diego's like, I had, a, I was doing a shift, but the dead body that was in here disappeared. And the other security guard is like, "Uh, what dead body? And he looked over and there's the dead body. He hasn't gone, he he hasn't moved. So Diego's like, what the fuck? So he goes to his car. I'm out of here. Goodbye. And he gets a phone call. Again, numero privado. Please, God, no. He answers it, and it's Ramon, a co-worker. And he's like, oh. yeah, brother, what happened to you? <laughs> Fucking uh, Diego's like, I'm just leaving work. What the hell? And Ramon's like, the boss has been trying to get a hold of you all day, dude. Where the fuck? I had to cover your shift. And Diego's like, what are you talking about? I'm just leaving the shift at the hospital. And Ramon is like, yeah, but you had to be at the construction site. Who sent you to the hospital? And all of a sudden, Diego's like, hold on. Oh, shit. So he goes back to into the morgue. Who would go back? No, absolutely I'd not. Be like, Fuck that mu- completely. Must have been a weird day. See ya. Somebody got confused. No care who sent me. Me vale verga. Yo me voy. Doesn't matter. Yo me voy. Forget it. But he goes back to the morgue. He lifts the sheet from the dead body and underneath... It's Aníbal, the security guard from the top that he was covering the shift for. And so we get this little montage of like all the things that Aníbal had said, plus like intercut with the accident of him running somebody over, where Aníbal is saying... I walk everywhere. Smash. Mm-hmm. That your car over there? I got kids to feed. My kids must be crying for me already. All of a sudden, we get out of this montage, and Aníbal 
still on the slab, but also dressed in his security outfit, is standing right behind Diego. And we cut to what looks like security footage, and Diego literally Tom Cruise sliding out of the fucking morgue and trying to (laughs) run. And something, a fucking invisible force, grabs him, trips him, and drags him back into the morgue doors. He's literally holding on to the side, gets pulled in. So so Aníbal, this whole time, has been our fucking hit-and-run victim. He was the guy. Yes, okay. Yes, but uh-huh. now we see someone closing the morgue door and putting the padlock on and locking it up. Yes. And we see a little uh, graphic next to it that says, El mal que siembra, mal cosechará. You reap what you sow, basically. We pan out and we see that the person that just locked this door was our hooded man, the hot, attractive one. Right. And he takes off his jacket and underneath, he's wearing a security outfit as well, like a, a uniform. Right. As he's walking the hallway of the hospital, he's like translucent and he's a, a ghost. ghost, basically. And he sits down on a seat next to another actual, like real life, alive fucking the security, security guard guy. who found uh, Diego in the morgue when he woke Correcto. up. So what the fuck does that mean? Girl, I'm not sure, but I hope we can kind of talk it out because I cannot figure this out. So as we're seeing this, there's like a, a song plays that it sounds very much like Molotov to me. Like it's like rap sure. rock kind of yeah, song. Not for me. Not for me either. <laughs> and we also get some credits, but then we get like a tiny post credit, like a mid It was like a trailer. Like a mid credit video. Yeah. You see a bunch of morticians in the morgue with like it's filled. Like it's people working on bodies and yeah. also dead bodies there. And we see the dead body that had the horrible back wound, the one that was haunting Diego the whole time in the morgue. Mm -hmm. And a voiceover says, in the morgue, you hear lots of stories, sad and terrifying, but all have something in common, that death is not the end. And then at the end of that voiceover, we're zooming into the face of the horrible back wound dead body, and he opens his eyes and that's the thing of the película. Okay. Okay. So do you have a take on what you think happened here? Obviously, like, Aníbal is like, fuck you, you killed me, I'm gonna yeah. haunt you. But it sounds like you were also saying, because, look, okay, when Diego hits the man, yeah. it is a hooded figure, and he is missing a shoe. Yeah. Which, as whenever we see the hooded man throughout the movie, he is hooded, duh, and he is missing a shoe. Yeah. So throughout the film, I thought that the handsome hooded man was the hit and run victim. Agreed. But are we agreeing also that that is not the case and that it was Aníbal the whole time? He was the hit and run victim? Yes, but also yes? what then who is that other guy? Which guy? Which <laughs> Who is the hot, you mean, I, I mean, the hot guy? The, ho- the hooded man? Okay, so this is this is what I think. So I was kind of getting like a Jack Torrance situation from The Shining here. Okay. Where at the end, you know, you see the picture and he's like, I've been there all July. along. Or right. Whatever. And it's kind of like, 
the hooded man is the is the is has always been the security guard, whatever. But I don't understand the significance of that. But about Aniwal, uh-huh. okay, let's just say he was the hit and run victim. His ghost came back to seek revenge on Diego for killing him. Yeah. Now I don't know if you agree with me on this, but. The scene in the morgue, the fucking long-ass scary scene, that big Andre the Giant, I'm pretty sure that that was Aníbal. Think that was him. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was. Uh, Are you... But then that would... So this is what I'm saying. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is that when he was like, when he was like, oh, I have to go and take care of my kids. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So let's talk about what happens when what I assume is the Aníbal troll from hell right. comes out and basically starts to assault that ghost, the ring girl. Yeah. And we see that shirtless boy. So I think that the shirtless boy, yes, is Aníbal's son, but I think that maybe that is his daughter. Or he's just a fucking assaulting piece of shit asshole who's like raping women. Right. And that's why it says, if you see mal cosechas, mal cosecharás or whatever. Uh, th- that you reap I what do. you sow. I think that was more just like karma. Like sure. you hit this guy, you're going to fucking suffer the consequences. Which could I go could... also with fucking Aníbal who like if you're totally. a rapist bitch, you're going to get hit by a car. You're going to fucking get hit. Right. Like you deserve to die or, you know, whatever. Pero I have no idea if I'm wrong or right because this ending, I liked this movie. I'm not going to lie. I, did I thought too. it was really good. Scary. Like I was fucking tense. I jumped. But this ending, like uh, la, the funeraria lost me completely. Yeah. I was just like, the rock song that came on, all these twists that I was like, I don't fucking get what you're trying to say here. You lost me at the end. Yeah. But my idea is Aníbal is evil, and so his evil spirit comes back to, you know, haunt Diego. Pero then why the, the demon naked ghost dick ghost? I, girl. Why? Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> what a... Who knows? Um, but how about... Ma, uh, discombobulated. Let's do trivia. Yes, let's do some trivia. <laughs> Why don't you go first? Okay. Here is my trivia. And again, this is from bloodydisgusting.com, written by Brad Miska. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, dude. Deadline shares the international trailer and news that the Paraguayan horror hit Morgue has been picked up for world, sa- world sales by Argentinian outfit Film Sharks. Film Sharks, Guido Ruth's Buenos Aires-based remake rights specialist, says it already has multiple distribution offers on the table for the movie, which could see remake interest, too. Oh, okay. There was another article that says Paramount Pictures is remaking the Paraguayan thriller Morgue with horror no writer way. Eric Hesserer, I assume is how you... um pronounce this eric wrote or was a writer on bird box a nightmare on elm street i believe the remake the thing remake i assume and final destination 5 it will be produced under eric hesserer's chronology banner hesserer was also an oscar nominated screenwriter of arrival did you see the movie arrival yeah i love that movie good which okay so nightmare on elm street remake the Thing remake and Final Destination 5. I'm not so mm-hmm. sure about that bit of arrival. Okay. Yeah, good job. And now let's talk about what is the morgue? 
because great. <laughs> let's fucking talk about it. A morgue or mortuary is a place used for the storage of human corpses awaiting identification or removal for autopsy or respectful burial, cremation, or other method. The term morgue comes from the French morgue. Morgue. (laughs) Morgue. Which means to look at solemnly to defy. First used to describe the inner wicket of a prison where new prisoners were kept so that jailers and turnkeys could recognize them in the future, it took on its modern meaning in 15th century Paris, being used to describe part of the Châtelet used for the storage and identification of unknown corpses. Morgue is predominantly used in North American English, while mortuary is more common in British English. Oh. Yes, right? I didn't know that. Although bur- both ter- term. <laughs> uh, mortuary and tap. <laughs> Although both terms are used interchangeably. The euphemisms Rose Cottage and Rainbow's End are sometimes used in British hospitals to enable Rose Cottage to enable discussion in front of patients, the latter mainly for children. Oh, Rainbow's End. That's so, kind of like so sad. with doggies. For, pe- for pets. Yeah. yeah. A person responsible for handling and washing bodies is known as a, I believe it's Diener? D-I-E-N-E-R? Diner? Diener? Uh, sure. Diner? Diener, diner, diner, a morgue attendant, mortician, or autopsy technician. There are two types of cold chambers. One is positive temperature. Bodies are kept between 2 degrees Celsius, which is 36 degrees Fahrenheit, and 4 degrees Celsius, which is 39 degrees Fahrenheit. While this is usually used for keeping bodies for up to several weeks, it does not prevent decomposition, which continues at a slower rate than at room temperature. And also, a negative temperature cold chamber in which bodies are kept at between negative 10 degrees Celsius, which is 14 degrees Fahrenheit, and negative 50 degrees Celsius, which is negative 58 degrees Fahrenheit. Usually used at forensic institutes, particularly when a body has not been identified. Oh, so like, sure, like murder you know, or something. Solve that crime, yeah. At these temperatures, the body is completely frozen and decomposition is significantly significantly reduced, but not prevented. God, this is a downer. All right, <laughs> so just a little last teeny thing here. A waiting mortuary or morgue is a building designed specifically for the purpose of confirming that deceased persons are truly deceased. A bell was strung to the corpses to alert attendants of any motion. Although there is no documented case of a person being saved from accidental burial in this way, it is sometimes erroneously believed that this was the origin of the phrase, saved by the bell. Whilst, whilst, in fact, the phrase originates from the sport of boxing. I don't know how, because I didn't look it up. (laughs) Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Prior to modern times, and even sometimes today, especially in poor jurisdictions, in case of any incident causing many deaths in such a short period of time so as to overwhelm a locale's regular regular mortuary services, the bodies was, would usually be disposed of as quickly as possible and will be disposed of by whatever method is most convenient considering the supplies and equipment on hand. In contrast, modern affluent jurisdictions will usually make every effort to requisition equ- equipment and or facilities not normally used to store corpses to act as temporary morgues whenever necessary. In theory, 
Any refrigerated space spacious enough to fit a person can act as a temporary morgue in such a situation. In practice, government emergency preparedness procedures usually designate suitable public facilities such as ice rinks to act as morgues if available. Alternatively, refrigerator trucks are often used as morgues, the advantage being that they are usually readily available and can easily be transported to where they are needed, thus sparing the burden of otherwise having to quickly transport large numbers of corpses over great distances. It makes me think of COVID. Girl, literally my next line. While temporary morgues are usually set up for isolated local incidents, the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic caused by COVID-19 has resulted in numerous temporary morgues being set up across the planet. Wow. And that is my trivia for today. Sorry it is so bleak and depressing, but there wasn't much Listen, to find it's out. it's part of life. It's death. It absolutely is. Well, I was like, what the fuck is this language? <laughs> Let's finally tell everybody. So I googled the languages of Paraguay. And Wikipedia says, the Republic of Paraguay is a mostly bilingual country where both Spanish, an Indo-European language in the Romance branch, and Guarani, an indigenous language of the Tupian family, have official status. Spanish is spoken by about 87% of the population, while Guarani is spoken by more than 90%, with about 4,650,000 speakers. 52% of rural Paraguayans exclusively speak Guarani. Guarani is the only indigenous language of the Americas whose speakers include a large proportion of non-indigenous people, which I thought was really cool. This is an anomaly in the Americas where language shift toward European colonial languages, in this case, the other language being Spanish. It has otherwise been a nearly universal cultural and identity marker of mestizos, which are people of mixed Spanish and Amerind- Am- Am- Amerindian, so American Indian sure. uh, ancestry, and also of culturally assimilated, upwardly mobile Amerindian people. About 50,000 Paraguayans speak an indigenous language besides Guarani. So Guarani and Spanish are big, but then there's also about 17 other languages, 13 of them being like other indigenous ones and the other ones being mm-hmm. Portuguese and German and Italian. Okay. This chunk comes from Britannica.com. Tap. Oh. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Paraguay I will never live it down. Never. Paraguay has a more homogeneous population than most other countries in South America. Most Paraguayans are of European and Guarani ancestry. The Guarani culture is strongly represented through folk art and festivals, and Guarani was designated an official language of Paraguay in the country's 1992 constitution. Paraguayans are intensely nationalistic and are proud to converse in Guarani, which acts as a strong marker of their identity. I fucking love that so much. Me too, very much. That indigenous language is much more widely spoken in Paraguay than is Spanish, which is unique in Latin America. It is also spoken by communities in neighboring countries, including parts of northeastern Argentina, southeastern Bolivia, and southwestern Brazil, and is a second official language of the Argentine promise of 
province of Corrientes since 2004. So I thought this was really cool. The words petunia, jaguar, piranha, ipecac, tapioca, jacaranda, which is a tree, Mm -hmm. carioca, and capoeira are of Tupi-Guarani origin, which I was like, that's dope. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, when I first saw Guarani, 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 I was like, I'm pretty sure that I remember this from when I was studying indigenous people in Brazil, because they're a Mm -hmm. a part of the of different indigenous tribes. And so, but I had no idea that, that, first of all, that it bled into Paraguay, and that it was a language that was primarily spoken in Paraguay. That was a total awesome reveal for me. Absolutely. And then just a little bit on the uh, morgue film. There wasn't a lot because it is pretty brand new, but it was the most watched film of the week of August 22nd, 2019 in Paraguay. Uh, It held on the number one spot for two consecutive weeks down there. Hugo Cardoso, the director, Mm -hmm. claims that the film is based on real events. So, oh dear, do not be a security guard at a morgue when you could be doing a construction security gig, guys. You know, I I read that he said that it was based on real events, and I found some interviews of him, but I couldn't. I wanted to know like the what? specifics. Yeah. Hugo Cardoso, Senor Cardoso, I'd like to think that you're going to listen to this episode at some point. So, you know, send us a link. With Tell us the, what the, the reveal of the events were. Yeah. And just to just to talk about fucking Guarani, like I I also feel like I knew this, like that that Para, uh, Paraguay ha- like held such pride in it, like so much so that it is widely spoken. But I had completely forgotten. I had so when I, I fully had no idea. I was like, they speak Spanish. Period. That's all, for me. That's what it was. Right. I mean, if it was a fact that I knew, it was buried into the deepest, darkest depths of my brain. So to real to learn about it again, I was just like, this is so cool. Yeah. Holy shit, I love it so. And to get to hear it throughout this movie, yeah. What a gift. To- Totally. I just love that so much. Totally. So, so much. Love your trivia. Are you ready to answer some questions for me? I sure am. Okay. Eileen, were you scared? Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Dude, (laughs) there was some solid moments in there that I was like, I'm scared. Totally. You scared the shit out of me. What was your best scare? The man running on the slabs when they were, when the shadow in the background and then disappearing when the light came on and then back on and he runs. No, I knew it was going to come. I knew it. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I will say this. Yes, it was scary, but a lot of the scares were predictable. Pretty basic scares. Not not saying that they weren't effective. A someone in the back of your picture, like a creepy shadow, that's spooky, sure, sure. but not un- not unknown. A door opening on its own, spooky, but not seen like literally everywhere. I agree that like some of it was predictable. Some of the scares they were still effective, scared the shit out of me. But they the they they did something with the sound design here, which was usually very good. But there's something that horror movies do that I don't need. And that is, it happened all the time in Paranormal Activity. When something is a, scary is about to happen, you hear like a rumbling noise. I noticed that for this too. Don't give me the rumble. The rumble is preparing, like, it, it would be scarier without it because then I wouldn't fucking be expecting it. Yeah. So I'm just like, 
calling out all horror directors. You know, do whatever the hell you want to do, of course. But <laughs> I recommend cut the rumble because or don't put it in. Every, we know what's coming. Don't put it in every time. Like it yeah, can be like, there every now and then. Sprinkle it around, but we don't then. need to have it spread all over. Please, like I feel it's a huge detraction. Like let us just be scared. We don't. You don't. You don't have to prep us. It's better if we're not. Yeah. So. Cut the fucking rumble, people. <laughs> I was I actually picked two favorite scares, just in case you picked one of them, too, because I wrote down that naked run at Diego, which scared the shit out of me. But I'll do the um, the legs coming over the side of the table, the hairy, hairy, the, the hairy balls. balls, and then all of a sudden, flopping body over the side of the death slap scared the shit out of me. Horrible. Who was your favorite character? I'm going to give it to the hot ghost, because he was hot. <laughs> I did the same. <laughs> I mean, a naked, naked ghost guy with the scary eyes. I was like, this uh, ghost has got a body. No, I meant the hooded guy. Oh. <laughs> you just wanted to be about... the dick. You're just like, oh, I got to see dick and balls. Great. I'll give I it mean, to I mean, you that couldn't guy. even really see. You couldn't really see. The dick shot was like, I was like, oh, but he was so fast that you can't yeah. really see it. But when he's like screaming at him, I was like, look at this ghost. It's like, what's this fucking like CrossFit instructor? What's going on over here with this ghost? But you mean. No, I mean hooded. The hooded the man. Beautiful, the beautiful face. Not got the it, fucking. Got it. <laughs> well, I'll give it to bloody, horrible ass. And you're giving it to the hooded guy. Yes. What was your best line? La puta. He said when he was yeah. pissing. Uh, what a crazy. Well, it's just like he's. It's basically just like what the fuck. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. what that means. I think so. Sure. Uh, what was the girlfriend's name? Did we ever discover? I think it was just. Well, Che Amor was the name Amor, that was on Amor. her phone. Eh, well, I'm going to give my favorite line to her when she says, Hasta acá llegó todo. Ciao. I just love that so much. Yeah. Like, it was so final. Boom. Hang up the phone. Click. What was your best death? I guess Diego's. Like, there wasn't really, besides the car crash, mm-hmm. there wasn't really another death. I mean, maybe the big Harry Potter troll guy, but mm, yeah. that was a ghost. Well, yeah, I mean Diego. Like it's like you don't even really see them. You just hear him being like stabbed or, or ripped you, or, or something. something. Who knows? Yeah. What about you? Uh, I I gave mine to the hit and run because mm-hmm. that whole scene. I mean, I'm assuming that it was the big guy, but the whole scene of him like looking, trying to grab his phone, and then like you don't even see the hit. You just see the body flop off, and then the crack of thunder. Mm, really, really well done. Nice. Did you learn anything from the culture? I, yeah. I mean, not f- specifically from, I mean, I guess from this film in that I that they don't speak Spanish. <laughs> That Mm -hmm. alone, that's like, whoa, I was not expecting to have a full different language spoken. Yeah. Yeah, I I did learn something. Same. And I learned Calabrium or whatever the fuck the- Oh, yeah. Column. Now we've already- Columbarium? Columbarium? Whatever. Oh, That thing. (laughs) I agree. Yes, totally learned something. I love the Spanish mixed with the Guarani. Gorgeous. How many ooies are you going to give this movie? You know, the ending really threw me off. And because mm-hmm. there wasn't like a full, like I didn't understand, I just didn't get it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a three because mm-hmm. there was enough spooks in there for me to be like, whoa. But yeah, smooth it out, dude. 
what the hell? What happened? I don't know. What happened? What about you? I also gave this a three, which I think is a great score. I thought it was well shot. Great shots. Pretty good performances. Yeah, really, 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 really well built scares and tension. Like, I'm telling you again, I was tense me too. in this movie. But that ending totally lost me. You did not stick the landing yeah. with that ending. I am confused. Me so, too. But three is good, so. Yeah. Great. We did it. Uh, let's get out of this get the fucking fuck out of morgue. This cold ass morgue. <laughs> I, I'm trying to fucking uh, meet this hot fucking security guy and see what the fuck is his deal. And I've got a date with a fucking naked, <laughs> a horrible bloody, monster, horrible demon ghost. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Uh, please make sure to subscribe. Rate and review us. It would be very helpful. And bring more listeners to us. Follow us on social media at Wikiror on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow our network, Sonoro, at Sonoro Podcast. And uh, make sure and fucking find out so many years later that the country's from Latin America may not just speak Spanish, you fucking dummy. Yeah. What a dope fact to know now. Hey, guys, learn. Why don't you go learn a couple words in Guarani and go visit Paraguay? Huh? Yeah. You probably even know a few already. I bet. Hello, fucking. <laughs> Ipecac. And p- piranha. That's a fucking yeah. Guarani word. Oh, yeah. Johnny, I fucking love you. I fucking love you, too. And, um,. We'll see you in la próxima. How do we, it would be cool if we could figure out how to say see you in la próxima semana in Guarani. Oh Hold my on. gosh, that would be amazing. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> okay, I just Googled it. And we'll see you guys in la próxima Arapoco Indi, which is supposedly semana in Guarani. <laughs> I apologize if that is wrong. Let's hope so. <laughs> uh, adios. Adios. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.